Hi everyone, this is Tina, Kingdom Walker 24-7, and I want to share with you a very powerful scripture that, when unlocked, can help heal your body, mind, soul, and spirit. It is the protective and healing power of Psalm 91, and this is part one of a two-part series. Psalm 91 is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. It can help free you from ill health, anxieties, worries, fears, and demonic attacks. Once you understand the deep meaning of this psalm, you will experience changes and healing for your body, mind, soul, and spirit. Before I go on, I have to share with you something about my experience with this psalm and others. In my life, I have had four near-death experiences, or NDEs as they are called. I can't say these were all by any means delightful. These death experiences took me to the other side, to the worlds outside of this physical matter-based world. In fact, in my first NDE as a five-year-old, I saw into the spirit world. I saw the world in chains, so to speak, held in place by demonic forces in unseen realms. I saw the terrible plan that Satan had devised to trap mankind in a never-ending loop of destruction. When I was 17, I had another NDE, and I saw the realms of the lost souls who wait in eternal darkness because they did not know God. In another NDE, when I went into anaphylactic shock from taking Tylenol, which didn't, I didn't know I was allergic to, I was confronted with the classic Grim Reaper an image that Satan uses to frighten people into their premature death. When this entity tried to take my life, I rebuked it in the name of Jesus with power and force exerted by the Holy Spirit behind my words. The reaper fled into darkness. In each case, God rescued me because of his great love for me. But because I was able to see into the realm of Satan and his wicked plan, the devil has tried many times to take me out. And I've had my head crushed in a near-fatal accident, which left me blind and in a coma, but God healed me. And I've had breast cancer, and God miraculously healed me. I've had cardiac problems, and God healed me. And I had endocrine adenomas, cancer of a very rare kind, which were discovered by God, and he healed me of that too. In each case, I give God all the glory, the attention, the adoration for his great and never-ending mercy and love that he bestows on me, not because of anything I've done, but because of his amazing love, grace, kindness, and the demonstration of his power over life and death. He showed me that he holds life and death in his hand. Now, if that doesn't bring you to the fear of God, Fear of God is a deep, profound, speechless, reverential respect and honor beyond words for him. I don't know what does. In more recent times, I suffered another serious reaction to medication. It started as a medication for migraines in 2017, but this affected my whole body and affected my heart adversely, and the doctors didn't recognize it. I had ever-increasing anxiety and a heart rate of 150 beats a minute that never seemed to go away. I was struck with debilitating problems that affected me day and night. So the doctor gave me another medication. The medication 
taken just once at a very low dose, damaged my nervous system and part of my brain at the very core. I was admitted to the ER with severe medical complications and put in the hospital for 10 days. Crushed, bruised, but not destroyed, God has rescued me again. Because of the brain damage the medication caused, I had to learn to function and walk all over again. I had to learn to think and develop all over again because my brain had been damaged. It took several months of rehabilitation. But most of all my rehabilitation had been through the spirit, my mind, and my soul to get me functioning again. I knew the body was connected to the mind, and the mind to the soul, and the soul to the spirit. And God is the healer of our spirit. So I refused any medications offered, because the Holy Spirit told me any more medication would destroy me. I followed God's Holy Spirit advice and began a progressive but natural rehabilitation, which included daily, even for hours, of scripture reading and absorbing it as my sole medication. And I began to heal where no doctors could ever heal me. Because the veil between the spirit world and this physical world is much thinner for me as a result of these near-death experiences, I have also had the great blessing of seeing angels, loving, beautiful angels, who surround me and cradle me in their laps. And I've also seen Jesus and had several visitations of him over my life. But more on that later in another talk. Today, I rejoice in my healing and know that each day brings me closer to God. Each day, he has built me back to be better than before. Praise God, I'm better than before. And closer to God and Jesus for it. In addition, what I gained in having the Holy Spirit with me every day, inside me, teaching me, is more wonderful than you can imagine. Yes, indeed, we do have a divine family that loves us very much. God does not leave us without protection, without weapons mightier than any force in this and any other world. He gives us his spirit. He gave us Jesus, the king and his armies and hosts of powerful warrior angels, ministering angels, administrative angels, and the company of the highest heaven ever in creation. And this is what the devil doesn't want you to know or believe. Here's what the devil doesn't want you to know. One, that you are a being that God made in his own image with his own design plans on you. And two, that you cannot be separated from the creator that made you and you have always and forever belonged to him. Three, that in order to win you back from the rules of engagement of this fallen world, Christ came and paid your ransom fee and spared you from the auction block of hell. I know, because I've been there. Also, that when you accepted Christ as your Savior, you were predestined to be His, and you already have citizenship in the kingdom of heaven, even while you walk the earth. Please listen to my scripture-based talks on walking in the kingdom of heaven while on earth, and also the secrets to the kingdom of heaven.
Souls who don't realize they have a creator and have never turned back towards their real home have been swept away by the destructive forces of this world. But there is a powerful solution, cure and sovereign power able to overturn, overthrow, and destroy all the foul works done by the negative powers of Satan. God released the full force of his power through Jesus when Jesus died to pay the price, and an open and direct way for heaven came into this world. When Jesus died, he moved into the underworld and rescued the souls there. There are scriptures that support this, but one notably that manifested itself in the physical world in such a powerful way is in Matthew. In Matthew, a demonstration of this amazing power, of the power of this Holy Spirit, occurred at the time of Jesus' passing. The earth shook and the tombs opened, and the curtain of the temple was supernaturally ripped from the top to the bottom. It says in Matthew 27, And when Jesus cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Now those verses are in Matthew 27, 50 through 53. And in that power is found the Holy Spirit, the spirit that is made from God's essence, his breath. And he is giving it to us as a free gift through Christ, a free gift. But wait, there's more. You not only get this beautiful spirit of God that dwells in you, as mentioned in John 14, verse 15, but you get him to dwell in you forever. And you get his counseling, his teaching, and everything you ever wanted to know will be answered by him for free. He will teach you all things and provide answers to every question you ever had. And that's in John 14, verse 26. Now, you may not understand all that you're going through or all that you've been shown through your challenges, but don't worry. Trust God. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. When we seek God for our healing, we often come to God feeling a sense of lack, of need, of want. But we already have sufficient inside of us if the Holy Spirit is already dwelling in us. Therefore, be thankful for in the thankfulness you will find your abundance in healing. And this has been my experience. Be thankful you are healed now. Be thankful that God is at work in you now on everything in your life. Be thankful that your quiet prayers and your loud cries are heard by him and there is nothing about you he doesn't already know. In Psalm 139 verses 1 through 6, it says, He knows you like an open book and knows everything you are thinking and about to speak before you even start a sentence. He knows every step you take before it begins. Not only that, but in the same psalm, it says, 
You've gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. And that's from the Passion Translation. I have a talk on the attitude and latitude of gratitude. Please listen to it if you haven't already. Now, Psalm 91 is a spiritual warfare psalm. It is a psalm that has been laid out, rolled up, and given to you from the general Jesus himself. It is a weapon of mass destruction for the enemies of God. It is a psalm that carries in it all the warfare you need against demonic forces, against mental and spiritual unrest, anxiety, physical suffering, pain, and mental illness, and every imaginable foe that tries to come against you. The only limitation it has is in how you filter out its power because of a limited understanding of its power. Do not limit this scripture or any other scripture. If you read it, and it holds no power, no water for you. You have not understood it, and you have not unlocked its potential for you. For God is a powerful, living spirit, and everything he teaches us is about spirit before it is about physical life. That is, the scriptures are about spirit and the spiritual life, which when followed to its highest intention, leads to blessings on all levels, including your physical existence, healing, and well-being. Now, God knew the enemy would try to take me out because I was God's from the beginning, even before being baptized at 14 years old and was saved. Jesus knew me before I ever came into this world, as it says in Psalm 139, verses 15 and 16. My frame was not hidden from you. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them ever came to be. Now, God already knew I was going to be the Lord's before I was born, and this is what makes the devil angry. God, of course, never leaves us without a plan and without help. In my last battle with the enemies of God, the Holy Spirit fought a battle through me and won. He crushed the heads of the demons and destroyed them, giving me a weapon in my right hand that utterly destroyed them, grounding them into dust and pouring them out like mud, as described in Psalm 18. Yea, Jesus, a victory for the kingdom of heaven and the beautiful name of our Lord Jesus, who came to destroy the works of the devil, as it is written in 1 John 3, verse 8. God can't make it any clearer how much he loves each of us. He can't make it any clearer that he wants us well. He can't make it any clearer that he wants us to know how precious we are to him. When Jesus came and said he came to do the will of his Father, he demonstrated the outpouring of God's will for us, no exceptions. He never held any good thing back. He healed the sick gave spiritual and physical sight to the spiritually and physically blind. He restored minds and body and soul, and he fed thousands and provided for the needs of the many. And he preached the kingdom of heaven. This is so powerful. He raised the dead by the power of that Holy Spirit, which also raised him from the dead. So if you believe him, if you trust him, if you truly accept how much love God has for you, 
then you should receive his blessing in full force. Psalm 91 is a powerful psalm, but it has a covenant to it. That is, it has conditions. And here's the psalm. Verse 1, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. That was verse 1 and 2. Now I'm just going to roll through here. Verse 3, Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plagues that destroy at midday. A thousand may fall at your right hand, ten thousand at your right hand. But it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say to the Lord, He is my refuge, and if you make the Most High your dwelling, then He will command His angels concerning you. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. They will guard you in all your ways, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And you will tread on the lion and the cobra, and you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him and I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, going back over that, real quick, just a few comments. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So do you trust God this much every day, as in verse 2, that He is your refuge and your fortress and God in whom you trust? Also, surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. Now these are the enemies of peace and those that pull you away and plague you with daily pestilences mental unrest, anxiety, woes, physical pain, suffering, etc. It says he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. Now we know God doesn't have feathers, but he does protect us. It's a, it's a, a metaphor. It says here, You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plagues that destroy at midday. Again, these are worries and fears, anxieties, diseases, and demonic attacks that come and invade our sleep or disrupt our day, day after day, all day long. Note it says, you will not fear because God is there. If you believe this and embrace this truth, turn to him and do not give attention to the wrong thing. Do not keep looking at the problem, but turn your attention to God. Now, I'm going to go on with part two. Go to part two of this two-part set on the protective healing power of Psalm 91, and you'll find more as we discuss and take this beautiful psalm and help it to empower us. Thank you, and bye for now.